This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio Cars. Like most of you, I drive a car or a truck. Well, occasionally, I need tires or just a simple plug or patch. Well, my friends down at Just Tires is the place to go when that need arises. Give them a call at 727-585-9271. They have a convenient location right at 1645 Clearwater Largo Road. You can't miss them. So for all your tire needs, cars, trucks, trailers, new used or just a repair, give Just Tires a call. 727-585-9271. Oh, yeah, and be sure and check out their website, JustTires.net. Do you ever feel the need for speed? Well, experience the thrill of indoor karting at Tampa Bay Grand Prix, located at 12350 Automobile Boulevard in Clearwater. Call 727-527-8464. They have state-of-the-art electric carts racing around a quarter-mile road circuit. Bring your family, friends, and teammates for some speed, fun, and competition at Tampa Bay Grand Prix Indoor Karting Facility. Call 727-527-8464. Visit their website at tampabaygp.com. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Welcome, you are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars this 4th of July weekend. And welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Run your computers in Google, Tantalk1340.com. You can see us live here in the studios. And uh, we've had so much rain lately, I'm surprised this building's not floating around. What do you think? Hey, Cedric, how are you doing this evening? Uh, good evening. Good evening, yeah. It's, it's been raining a lot, but it looks like we're in the clear for the rest of the evening. Uh, all of the rain uh, seems to be to the north of us. Actually, yeah... We may be clear for the rest of the evening. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated through the next couple hours. Cedric's performing meteorology this evening. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that was some rain we had the other day. On Wednesday, we actually got rained out, literally, because the, uh, what's that thing called? The Blue Jays baseball game or whatever it was? Yes. They preempted us, and then but they got rain delayed, so then every show subsequently after that got delayed, and then... We just decided to, and got lucky to postpone it till today, Friday, six o'clock. Oh, God but, bless them. They're messing everybody's schedule up. But so, well, actually, Mother Nature's actually screwing <laughs> yeah. schedule up. So, but that was some amazing rain we had because the water was literally sheeting off the building over here, the studio. Yes. I mean, in sheets. When you've heard the term sheets, it looked like sheets well, of water. Earlier today, all of Pinellas County was under quite a bit of, of weather. Um, uh, I mean, I heard reports of flooding all over the place, all over the county. And looking at the radar earlier, it was red. It was red. You know how they, they like green, yellow, red. red. It was red all over the, the whole entire county. I guess we, sh- we should be thankful for the ton of rain that we're getting as opposed to a hurricane. Yeah, maybe we'll be allowed to run our sp- sprinklers more than once a week now or something. Absolutely. However that works. Okay. Anyway, hey, uh, I just mentioned our... Radio show, so Google us here at uh, tantalk1340.com. Run to your computers and check out our website, golfstreammotorsports.com. Okay, check out our podcast, which is also located on our website. If you've missed any of our past shows, that's where you want to go. There's a full description and there's pictures of our past guests and uh, a text on the audio and everything like that. So that'll bring up the speed. We've done a lot of shows here in the last three years. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. 
And I'll tell you what, we might, just for giggles, since uh, it's 4th of July weekend, and this is, uh, if we're lucky, I think we catch the 6 o'clock evening drive, right, Cedric? Yes. So yes, if anybody's yes. sitting in their cell phone, stuck in the rain, stuck in the traffic, and they want to tell us a car story, feel free to give us a call here at the studio. The number is 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. I want to hear a good, moist story about some guy driving his muscle car, Preferably, since I'm a Ford guy, somebody's driving a really nice LS6 Chevelle convertible, and he's trapped somewhere between North County and South County, and the road has just swamped his car, and his Chevrolet just died. Am I getting your Chevrolet guys yet? And uh, matter of fact, why don't we throw in a Mopar guy? Let's throw in a Pontiac a guy. Customer? Is this a paying customer? <laughs> but anyway, so give us a call here at the studio. Lines are open, 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. And if your Chevelle is broken down in a I flood zone, why. <laughs> give us a call here, and we will promptly send out a record to go pick you up. Maybe my buddy da- Greg down in St. Pete, if you're down there, and then my other friends up here at uh, Kojak- uh, Kotakis. <laughs> They'll give you a-, a tow if you're stranded here somewhere in North County. Is this a paying customer? And I'll tell you what, if you do call in, if you're the ninth caller and the 11th caller, we will give you a bonafide official Nostalgic Radio and Cars bumper sticker that you can proudly you display. Said, you said ninth and 11th? Yeah, ninth okay, and 11th. Okay, just, just making sure. All right. Yeah. And uh, I always say we have a call. So you have to tell him to hang up. He's got to call back nine more yeah, times. Yeah, Rob, Eight stop more calling. <laughs> Rob, that's our call. And... Uh, but anyway, and let's see what else we got going on here. Well, you know, like I said, it's been kind of a wet, rainy day. And uh, so this is 4th of July weekend. And yesterday was the 4th of July, Independence Day. And uh, I think we might just go ahead and fire up uh, something on the turntable here. That's very appropriate. The little Charlie Daniels. This ain't no and we don't wear it on our heads It's a symbol of the land where the good guys live Are you listening to what I said? You a coward and a fool And you broke all the rules And you wounded our American pride And now we're coming with a gun And you know you're gonna run But you can't find no place to hide We're gonna hunt you down Like a mad dog a hound Make you pay for the lies you stole We're all through talking and messing around And now it's time to rock and roll Colors don't run and we speak as one When we say unite and we stand If you mess with one, you mess with us all Every boy, girl, woman, and man You've been acting mighty rash and talking that trash Let me give you some advice You can crawl back in your hole like a dirty little mole But now it's time to pay the price You might have shot us in the back Now you have to face the fact that the big boy's in the game And the thunder's been crashing and the lightning's been flashing And now it's getting
Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo. 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. Your Pizza Shop, located at 1200 8th Avenue Southwest in Largo, offers a great selection of personalized pizzas, pastas, and calzones, as well as delicious wings, subs, salads, and tasty desserts. Enjoy the relaxing atmosphere and scenic view overlooking Pinecrest Golf Course. Remember, for the finest pizza anywhere, takeout, delivery, or catering, call 581-1101. That's 581-1101. Or order online at yourpizzashop.com. Greetings from the epicenter of all things American rhythm and blues rock and roll barbecue celebration to you, Robert. We are back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's Friday, and it's the evening drive. As a matter of fact, we're not going to be here just for one hour. I want everybody to stay tuned because we're going to be here for two hours. So the first hour, we're going to do Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and the second hour, we're going to do a show that we do from time to time. It's called Beach Rock Radio, and it's the only place in Pinellas County, probably the state, that you're going to hear some really groovy, far-out 60s, 70s, early psychedelic music, okay? Keep in mind, guys, I grew up in California, so I was there when all that stuff was going on in the 70s, so this is going to be exciting. Of course, we always play some cool songs. Right, Cedric? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got Bobby sitting in the studio with Cedric. You guys are both engineering tonight. We got some pretty cool stuff. Hey, let me just tell you, you know what? It's been some wicked weather here today. 
But you know what? I had to run to St. Pete today because I had to drop off a truck for one of my customers. And as many of you know, I'm in the automobile business. Okay. I do appraisals. I do pre-purchase inspections. I do diminished values. I buy and sell cars and parts, uh, predominantly classics. Once in a while, I get into some late model stuff, but not too often. But anyway, while I was riding around today, I popped into a couple of shops, uh, some of my old customers I hadn't seen in a while. And uh, I walked this one and then... Uh, he had some neat stuff in there. And mind you, it was raining, so it was kind of a good place to uh, duck in for a few minutes. But as I walked in, there was a real pretty 1963 Corvette split window. Okay, for all you Chevrolet guys. It was a 327-300 horse, not the base 250. Nice looking car, automatic. Uh, so it had blue interior. But I was looking at the car, and I probably remember the car because it's one of my older customers, and the car was stashed in the back. And I guess, you know, like a lot of guys, and it's unfortunate, and I haven't reached that stage yet, but some of these guys want to get in their late 60s, early 70s, you know, for health reasons or business reasons or just lack of interest, lack of or loss of interest, I should say. Uh, some of these cars are slowly finding their way on the market. But the sad thing about it is, is that a lot of these cars, you know, because the market is kind of goofy right now and it's all over the board. And so let's just take a 63 split window Corvette, for example. Obviously, four speed, 360 horse, uh, fuel are the most desirable. Okay. And then the next would be a 340 horse, four barrel, four speed car would be the next desirable one. And then you have your 300 horse and then you get your 250 horse. Uh, from what I recall in my Chevrolet days, not that I'm a Chevrolet expert or anything like that, but I knew, do know a fair amount about those cars. But anyway, so this was a pretty decent car. I had a so-so paint job on it. But what's kind of, uh, um, yeah, I don't want to say irritating, but it's kind of uh, annoying sometimes. You know, when you've had a guy that's had a car for a long time, and now I go to a lot of auctions. I mean, I go to Amelia Island. I go to Monterey. I go to Bear Jackson. I go to RM auctions. I go to Gooding auctions. Uh, I've been in and out of a thousand restoration shops in the last 30 years and i've seen some really really good cars and i've seen some really really crappy cars and uh and obviously the kind of car that you want to get if you're somewhat of a tinkerer is you want to try to find the ultimate car which is a barn find that's the one that's been sitting in somebody's garage probably for 30 40 50 60 so on years okay because generally those cars are kind of unmolested it's probably had maybe one or two owners and uh, not much has been done to it and uh, for sentimental reasons they people just don't want to give up their cars and i can wholeheartedly relate to that okay which is kind of cool but at any rate so here's a 63 split window and the guy's trying to pass it off as a eh, original paint car that was obvious As a matter of fact not only was it uh, obvious but it had had some quarter panel repair it was a northern car so it had a fair amount of surface rust it wasn't crusty on the frame um but you can see that the wheel wells were worked on that car and it had some replacement panels on it paint was so so uh wasn't a good job but it wasn't a bad job it was you know average you know streetable i guess you would say and the interior was okay you know it wasn't uh you know redone it was relatively original looking but it was kind of you know worn and just kind of neglected looking and of course the car was an automatic and no air and it just had the factory am radio in it so it was pretty much like a, you know, a base car with an automatic option and a, a little bit extra horsepower. But the gas tank was junk in it. And so instead of replacing the gas tank, because for Corvettes, you know, for you Chevrolet guys, same as Mustangs and same as Chevelles and same as Camaros, there are a ton, a ton of reproduction parts out there. I mean, there's no trouble sourcing parts for those cars, reproduction parts. Obviously, you want to try to find NOS, which is new old stock. That's what NOS stands for. Or OEM, which is original Equipment manufacturer, that's what OEM stands for. So if you see those designations, that's what they stand for. Nonetheless, they just took the cut rate route and decided to patch the gas tank and then put the coating in it. Now, 
I've had an issue with the coatings myself because generally what happens around the filler neck or where the neck goes, some cars have a have a welded-on filler neck. Some cars have a, uh, a filler neck that kind of like slip, slips in, okay? And what happens is, is right about in that area there, you know, it can get scuffed, okay? Or it doesn't get cleaned properly or primed or prepped. That's probably the best word for it, prepped. And what has a tendency to happen is it tends to release, okay? Then it starts flaking off. When it starts flaking off, it falls inside the tank. It starts mixing with the gas. And the next thing you know, it goes down to the bottom where the strainer is or the filter or whatever is supposed to be there, depending on what type of gas tank you got. And it clogs it. Now suddenly your car starts running funny. The best thing to do is just replace the gas tank if there's a suitable reproduction or OEM piece or NOS piece available. And they're all price related. As an example, okay, a reproduction gas tank for a Mustang is about a hundred bucks. Okay, an original NOS one probably would cost you somewhere around four hundred bucks, three fifty, something like that. OEM, which would be original equipment manufactured slash NOS, so that's what you're looking for or looking to pay if you did one for a Mustang. Now Corvette, you know, everything on a Corvette is double what it is on a Mustang or a Camaro or anything like that because Corvette. And uh, anyway, so this Corvette, they uh, slapped that together, and then they were doing, and, and the 63, 64 cars, Corvettes are drum brake cars, by the way, and so it's four-wheel drums, nothing exciting, they don't stop that great, they go pretty quick in a straight line, they handle relatively decent for 60s technology, you know, that was the first year they had the independent rear suspension, 63, 63 and 64 are very similar, with the exception of the trim around the windshield, the little trim on the hood. Um, and obviously the split window. So split window is a one-year-only car. And I am told, speaking of the split window, that the trim around the windshield was actually not intended to be on the production car. It was something that they supposedly did for the prototype or for the show car, but then I guess they didn't want to alter the car too much you know, because of all the excitement it generated, so uh, they left it on it. But then it wasn't included on the 64 and later cars. 65 is the first year for disc brakes. Uh, they changed the interior a little bit. Um, yeah, essentially it's the same car. The 65, 4, 5, and 6 coupe, no, excuse me, 63, 4, and 5 coupes have the little louver, kind of like little thingy in the, or the little vents in the uh, roof sail panel, um, which I think was kind of cool. You know, 67 doesn't have it, 66 doesn't have it, uh, 5 and 6 are very similar. 67 obviously is the most desirable, uh, any of them coupes or convertibles, roadsters, whatever you want to call them, and, uh, and then of course 63. So anyway, here, so here we have this car. The potential value on a 300-horse 63 Corvette is probably realistically mm, 60, 65 for a really nice one, only because it's a 63 split window. 64 is the least desirable one, so if you want to get into a mid-year Corvette, mid-year being 63 to 67, that's the one you want to buy because um, that's the one that's probably still in the 30s. You can still buy a decent coupe, uh, maybe a Roadster even, uh, you know, driver quality. You know, high third, high low, low to mid thirties, something like that. Low to high thirties, in the thirties, well in the thirty range. Uh, you may get lucky, and you might find one in uh, or less in the twenties, but you got to hunt and peck. And um, but anyway, so here, here's what happens. So a lot of these guys, they get kind of uh, you know caught up in the values and all this stuff, and they figure, well, you know, because they've never been to an auction, they've never seen a really, really, really nice car, or if you've never been to a concourse, you've never seen a number one minus quality car. Most of the cars you see driving around in the street today, you know, your average uh, Biff Burger or Quaker Steak and Lube car are probably a three, three minus, something like that, three. And then when you get into two, you get a really, really nice car with a decent paint job, some pretty decent detail, some nice trim. You know, everything fits real well. 
Uh, two plus is a really, really, really nice car. Uh, a one minus is a exceptionally nice car. A one is just something that is totally, probably just a trailer queen or museum piece. And then you have the one pluses, which are definitely museum pieces because they're so perfect. Ton of money spent on those cars, or they would be something like you would see at uh, SEMA, which uh, you need to put that on your bucket list. But anyway, it's the Specialty Equipment Manufacturing Association is what SEMA stands for. It's a huge, huge, huge. It is the second largest convention in Las Vegas, by the way, next to the uh, electronics convention that they have in uh, January. I think that's when that is. So, but at SEMA, they will bring out the best of the best. I mean, this, the cars that compete in the Autorama in Detroit or the Grand National Roadster Show or Grand National Show, I think they call it now, uh, or some of these concourse like Pebble Beach and Monterey and uh, up in uh, Michigan, which would be St. John's, but it used to be Meadowbrook. Those first class grade A cars will show up there and they are absolutely perfect. Those are the ones that spoil you. Those are the ones that if you see those kind of cars, they actually uh, set the standards. So those are the cars you're not going to see. In fact, it's not even worth owning a car like that if you want to drive it and have fun with it. Those cars are strictly show pieces, okay? And that's really are. They're state-of-the-art cars, like I said, museum. And the ones that show up at SEMA are just, you know, examples of technology and innovation, talent, you know, just amazing stuff. But for the average Joe Blow out there, you know, you just want a nice number three car that you can have a lot of fun with. But back to the Corvette. Anyway, so what happens is, is when we're talking about this guy with the Corvette, so he's a classical example of a lot of guys around the country. They want to sell the car. They think right now is a good time to sell it because the market's there. So as opposed to leaving it alone or putting all the money in the right areas and doing things right, they're going to slick it and, and try to blow it out and find some unsuspecting guy that doesn't know anything about cars, but he's got a really, really, really fat wallet to write a big check or pull out a whole bunch of Franklins or something like that to buy this car. And unfortunately, what's going to happen is, is he's going to buy that car and then he's going to have to put another whole wallet full of Franklins to kind of bring it up to the level that he thought he was buying it in, in the first place. So that's why you hire somebody like me, okay, to go out there and do a physical inspection or a pre-purchase inspection to check out these cars. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm an expert, but I know the key areas to look for these cars. And keep in mind, because I've been around these cars for since the 70s, and I've driven the majority of them, honestly, I know what the cars are supposed to feel like. Because when I drove the cars back in the 70s, a lot of these cars weren't unmolested. A lot of these cars were relatively decent, relatively low mileage, uh, had been used and abused. Mind you, there were a lot of them that were, but at least I have an idea of what the car is supposed to feel like. And that's the problem. When you buy a lot of these cars, if you're jumping out of your BMW or your Porsche or your Benz or your Honda or something like that, these cars, these vintage cars don't ride, drive, handle, stop, steer, smell or feel, much less the horn works the way new cars do. So, you know, they're, they're, they're relics. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. But anyway, they're motioning to me. I think we got a commercial break we're going to take for a second. Or no, we're you're gonna... absolutely right. I'm absolutely right. Okay. <laughs> but I want to know why. I want to know why. <laughs> but anyway, hey, if, uh, if you get a chance, check out our radio station here, WTANAM1340. We got a lot of cool talk shows. Matter of fact, you can contact the studio and you could have your own show. That's what I did. Matter of fact, we're going to play a little commercial here in a second. Um, when they, no, when you're he, absolutely right. I'm absolutely <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm right a good portion of the time. But anyway, so uh, when you guys go out there and you buy these classic cars, be sure and check them out. If you're not comfortable with what you're looking at, hire somebody, preferably me. So be sure and check out my website, golfstreammotorsports.com. Send me an inquiry. Okay. Actually, you can go to our contact page, and I would be more than happy to go out there and look at your car or whatever you're considering buying because 
I eat, sleep, and drink cars. That's pretty much what I do. Matter of fact, when we come back after this little, uh, I guess, are we going to do a song? Or are we going to do a commercial? What are we going to do? Yeah, we got we got a song queued okay, up. Okay, yeah. Since this is Fourth of July, we got some stuff we got planned. So we're going to go do that, and I'll be back. And I'll tell you about some of the little uh, driving around stories, cruising the neighborhoods, as they say, up and down and through the alleys, over the river and through the woods, to all the junkyards we go. Da 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 da. Eddie Harris loves me. <laughs> okay, that's our. One of our favorite call-ins. Yeah, we haven't Radio heard from Rob. him yet tonight. We haven't heard from Radio Rob. Radio Rob, if you're out there, give us a call. We'll give you, uh, if you're the 11th caller, we'll let you uh, We'll let you uh, get a bumper sticker. Another one. You can put that on your other mirror. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Oh, this is a groovy song. What kind of evil, baby? Hey, this is Hot Tuna, Angel of Darkness. This is a good old classic song. Actually, you know what? It sounds a little like Mark Knopfler, doesn't it? Got a little uh, Dire Straits in there. That's probably where he got the uh, the idea.
like golf, enjoy affordable golf at Magnolia Valley Golf Club, located on Massachusetts Avenue in Newport Ritchie. Play for as little as $15 after 2 p.m. The club has two beautiful courses to choose from, an 18-hole championship par 72, plus another 9-hole executive par 33. Join their open leagues on Wednesday afternoons at 4 and Sunday mornings at 8. Call 727-847-2342 for tee times or visit their website, magnoliavalleygolfclub.com. Radio advertising is good. Why should you advertise on the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340? Well, it's simple. We are a local radio station with local shows that target I our local know communities why. and local listeners. We have a variety of shows that cover a multitude of informative and interesting topics, such as automotive and boating, real estate and finance, health and medical, politics and law, sports and fishing, pet care, and more. While we are even home to Imus in the Morning, we also have shows about comedy, food and dining, religion, fashion, local community events and activities and a variety of music. Talk radio provides a listening format that appeals to a large cross-section of people. Whether you are in your car, at work, at home, everyone has a radio. And we are streamed live on the internet. And past shows are podcasted so you, the listener, can play back your favorite shows over and over again. The possibilities are endless. So that, my listeners, is why you should advertise on the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to Nostalgia Radio and Cars. And if you're not, you're a communist. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And uh, you know what? That 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 little uh, skit you just heard there with the uh, difficulty starting the uh, 7.3 diesel was my actual truck. Was me actually rifling around looking for tools. Me actually trying to jumpstart it, and uh, that's a true story there. So anyway, that's basically what a little uh, ether will do. It'll start anything, right, Cedric? You were jump-starting the tower so that you could... Uh, <laughs> get I don't the... mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa. 
<laughs> okay, but anyway, yeah, that was my mighty excursion. It just uh, kind of almost failed me one day. I don't know. Robert I, is doing an unbelievable job. Wow. Is that coming from uh, the guy in the White House? Dang. But anyway, hey, run your computer and Google Tantalk1340.com. You can see us live here in the studio. If you want to call in, give us a call here at 727-441-3000. 727-441-3000. We already had one lucky caller. Got himself a decal tonight. Hey, if you want to tell us a story about your car, feel free to do so. Even if you had a 1978 Chevette and you had mag wheels on the back and you had skinny little steelies on the front. As a matter of fact, the reason I'm joking about that, Cedric, I don't know if you noticed this, but when we come down Drew Street, because we're located over here in, uh, in uh, I guess we could call it the hood. We're in the hood, yeah. yeah we're, we're, in the hood. North, we're, the, we're on Myrtle Avenue here and uh, just north of Drew Street. But anyway, on Drew Street, every time I go back out towards 19, on the left side, as you're getting up around, um, what's that? That's, uh, oh, Betty Lane. On the left, there's a couple of houses before you get there. There was a yellow 78 Chevette sitting up in blocks. Yeah, I've seen that. And I've been meaning to stop there. I think we should just get that. What do you think we get that? And we talk Lola into wrapping it and making it a WTN promotional vehicle. I, I suggested to her the other day because she has a smart car, but she's got the Ohio State stuff on the back of it. But I think if we get something silly and corny, like a little old vintage four-cylinder Chevette, you know, I mean, what could it cost? 10 bucks, 15 bucks, or something like that for the car? No, you're absolutely right. (laughs) Anyway, and we wrapped that thing in WTAN car colors. What do you think? Do you think it'd be a good idea? I want to know why. (laughs) As a matter of fact, while we're on the subject of promoting WTAN, we could also talk about this potential billboard site that we're looking at over in the corner of Starkey Road. Yes, that's right. That's right, and, and I and I've already I've already financially uh what what's the word you've I've already, committed I've you've committed, committed myself financially to this endeavor. Yeah. Okay, so uh, and what we're looking for is additional sponsors. I always you know anybody out there that's listening, you know, you hear me talking about uh, um you know these these like the Rib Shack Barbecue in Largo, for example. Matter of fact, since it's Fourth of July weekend and we're getting rained out, if you can't barbecue, run over to the Rib Shack Barbecue and get yourself the best barbecue in. Pinellas County. Matter of fact, their sauce, okay, or their, uh, their their barbecue sauce is absolutely outstanding. It's a family secret. It's a family mysterious kind of uh, formula that they use, you know, recipe, and it is absolutely outstanding. So be sure and give my friends over there at the Rib Shack Barbecue in Largo uh, a shout, okay? And uh, they've got the great barbecue, and of course, you have two days left. You got uh, actually got this evening. And you've got all day Saturday and you got all day Sunday, you know, and chances are we might get drowned out here, you know, at the way the, at the rate the uh, weather's been treating us here. Mother Nature, she hasn't been too kind, but uh, she gives us a break once in a while. And uh, so, oh, yeah. And then, of course, our friends over at the pizza shop, you know, if, if you're like my son and myself and a lot of my friends, we go every week religiously and we try to find some place in Pinellas County that's got great pizza. Well, we stumbled onto this place a couple of weeks ago. And it's called The Pizza Shop. And they are in Largo. And they've got amazing pizza. Okay? So give those guys over there a call. Mark, matter of fact, I was trying to get him uh, to come on the show here in a few minutes. But uh, he says he's so busy he can't do it. But he'll gladly do it this coming Wednesday. Okay? So give Mark a call and order your pizza tonight. It's 581-1101. That's 581-1101. And as far as the Smoke and Rib Shack Barbecue, give them a call. 501 9090 501-9090. Phones are lighting up again. That's great. So, must be somebody with a Chevette story. But, uh, you know, what? the other day I was driving around with my son, because again, I had to run to St. Pete and I had to haul some cars down there for a, a new friend of ours, Greg, who is Greg's Tow and Go, alright? And uh, he's got a kind of a neat little gig going on down there. He buys a lot of junk cars, you know, 
we're in competition, but it's friendly competition. Uh, but sometimes he can get to him and I can't. So you might want to give him a big shout out, Greg's Toe and Go. I'm actually looking for their phone number. So somewhere I'll find their phone number and then I'll, I'll announce it on the air. Shame on me. I'm not prepared sometimes. But at any rate, oh, here it is. I found it. 727-504-4695. That's 727-504-4695. That's Greg's Toe and Go. But call me first. So we were driving around, and uh, like when I drop off some cars, or if I go one direction, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just kind of like uh, meander through, you know, Pinellas Park, uh, Leelman, uh, Kansas City, uh, St. Pete, uh, you know, and I'm always looking for stuff. And the other day I was uh, nosing around on the um, internet, and I stumbled across a little Mini Cooper, and I thought, well, that'd be kind of a cool car. My son's 16, and he's going to be driving soon, so I thought I'm going to look for a little beater to drive around with in the meantime while I'm restoring his 1967 Mustang that we're going to make look like a 67 Shelby replica because my son is a big Doors fan and Jim Morrison actually owned a 1967 Shelby GT500 four-speed car. It was Night Miss Blue and the car he named the Blue Lady. So we're going to put together a 67 convertible and we're going to try to keep it as close to a 67 Shelby as possible. Although they never made a 67 Shelby convertible. Actually, they did one. It was a prototype. Um, but they didn't build a production 67 Shelby or production Shelby convertible until 1968. And quite frankly, I think the 67, in my opinion, has a little bit better looking bodywork. And it's just kind of a leaner, more aerodynamic, just a really, it's a sharper looking car. Um, but there's a but a lot of Shelby guys like the 68s, and then of course they had the 69 convertibles in the 70s, which are leftover 69s, and that was my first Shelby was a 69 Shelby convertible GT350 four speed car. Uh, interesting story too. I'll tell you how that happened. I was uh, looking um, in the Auto Trader back in the day when it was really really cheap. It only cost maybe 35 cents or 40 cents or 50 cents or whatever it was to buy an Auto Trader. And uh, your ads were actually relatively cheap because I think they were only a few bucks, uh, five bucks or whatever it was to advertise a car in there for three or four weeks, whatever it was initially. And uh, I stumbled across this guy that had an ad in there for a 69 Shelby convertible. Well, I called the guy and uh, he had a lot of people looking at it. And I told him that uh, I wouldn't be able to get over there until the weekend to take a look at it. Well, anyway, one day I was driving down uh, Missouri, or no, I was going down, I think Keene Road, um, Keene and East Bay in that area. And I was in my mighty, the mighty 72 Ranchero GT. And uh, I was diddy bopping southbound. And about this time, northbound, I saw this Burgundy 69 Shelby convertible. Well, immediately, you know, like most car guys, uh, I slammed on the brakes, did a U-E turn, and I chased this guy down. And I ran him all the way down Bel Air Road, up Missouri, or up uh, King Road, hang a left on, on uh, Bel Air Road, all the way down to some industrial complex. And I pulled up beside him, and he got out of the car. And it was really, really, really nice guy. His name was Ed. And uh, he was in a collector of cars, and he, was, he had a storage unit there. And inside the storage unit, guess what, was a few more cool cars, namely some sort of vintage uh, 19, or I would say a brass car, brass air car, which is uh, uh, somewhere around pre-10s, okay? So we'll say 1907, 1908, 1909, uh, 11, 12. Pre-15, I think, are considered brass era cars. And then after brass era cars came the nickel cars because they were nickel plating. That was, you know, that's kind of why they call them brass era. You know, they had a lot of brass trim on them, nickel plating, or nickel era cars, or cars with a lot of nickel plating on them, and so on and so on and so on. So at any rate, so he had that in there, but he also had a 63 Corvette Roaster, 340 horse car, four-speed. But I wasn't interested in either one of those cars. And then he also proceeded to tell me how he had a number of other cars over at his house off Bel Air Road. 
And um, so I was interested in the Shelby, and then we started talking. Lo and behold, turns out this was the guy that I had actually called on the phone, told him I was going to meet him over the weekend anyway. Well, this was in the middle of the week. So I was all excited. I was looking at the car. You know, it was just one of those things where I just had to kind of have the car. And fortunately, I was in a position where I worked a lot in those days, unlike a lot of kids that did drugs, got stoned, wasted their time, wasted their money. I worked and worked and worked. I was thrifty. I was industrialist. And uh, I was just busy. And um, some people call me cheap, but I'm actually just thrifty. So anyway, I had enough money saved up to buy this 69 Shelby. And I will never forget his comment. And I will pass this comment on along to the rest of you. And the comment was very simply, it's just as easy to make money as it is to lose money. So whatever you buy, make sure that you can sell it for more tomorrow. Just real simple. Okay. So, and we say this in this, in the car business as a rule, or you could say it in any business, any commerce and money is made in buying money is not made when you sell, you know, people think, well, I'm going to buy something. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to make money. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to, you know, listen on eBay or Craigslist or whatever. I'm gonna... The problem is, is that you've got to be competitive when you buy something. So in other words, if something's worth a hundred dollars retail, you can't pay a hundred and try to sell it for 110 or 120 because a hundred dollars is all it's worth. So what you've got to do is whatever the guy's asking for it, rule of thumb, me, you know, junkyard guy, my mindset, my mentality is half. So if the guy's asking 100, I'm going to go in at 50. Chances are I'll get it for 70, 75. Then I will sell it for 90, you know, and then try to sell it and undercut my competition. However, unless it is something very rare, very unique, okay, and I'm guilty of this, okay, if you got something really, really, really cool that's worth a lot, then you hold out for what we call in the industry long dollar. You try to get all the money you can. But if it's something that a thousand guys have, you got to cheap sell it in order to sell it. Therefore, you have to cheap buy it. Okay. So anyway, I see we got a little uh, circle going on there. I think we got something coming up on the turntable because I see a reflection in the mirror. We're going to play a cool song and we're going to be right back. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars.
Listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, Country, Gourmet, and even Short Order, prepared just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dew drop in right on the trail. So jog up to her front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle, and visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you might get a free drink. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Like Tomato without the tub. Just remember, you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars right here on the radio. And if you're not, then I don't know what the heck you're listening to. You look a paying customer? You look a paying customer? Say, 50 bucks the Smales kid picks his nose. Okay, you got it. 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 Most people, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to pay $75 for tires. So they hear they're only $49.95. Then you got to buy all them extras, like, do you want them on the car? <laughs> no, I'll just eat them here. Is this a paying customer? You want them balanced? What are you going to say? Hell no, I like to go down the road, have them go, bam, 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 bam.
And that's what we're talking about tonight, because one little slip, you're out. This is a paying customer. This is Ted Nugent celebrating the American dream on nostalgic radio and cars. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Hey. Now what? This is not a call-in show. Who's this guy think he is? The president or something? I'm tired of screwing this thing up. What? You kidding me? (laughs) You know, there's a job to do, you gotta do it yourself. Yeah, right. Uh, this is kind of cool, Robert. Sure, right on. Dig it, man. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, the reason I am interrupting, uh, Robert, is not because he's not doing a good job. He's doing an unbelievable job. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh... But it's because I just got off the telephone with... Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. What we're talking about is common sense reform. If you like your doctor, you're going to be able to keep your doctor. And that's the truth. Hi, this is Jay Leno, and you're listening to my favorite, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate that. Anyway, let's see what we're talking about here in a little bit. Oh, yeah, when I was on my way to St. Pete, and uh, uh, we were looking at a Mini Cooper, okay? And this is just an example, okay, to give you guys an idea of what I what I do sometimes. For example, okay, so I look up a car. Let's just say this was a 2004 Mini Cooper, just a plain-chain car, automatic, nothing special, okay? Had 100-some-odd thousand miles on it. Now, the first thing you do when you're buying a late-model car, for example, it's not like you're buying a classic, but let's just say a later-model car. You would call the dealership, and what you do is, if you're looking for a specific year, call the dealership and talk to a service writer, okay? And ask the guy, hey, look, I'm considering buying this car. It belongs to a friend of mine. You know, kind of make up a story a little bit, because if you just say you're calling up to pick their brain, they're obviously not going to do that. But if you'd say, hey, look, you know, my customer used to, or my friend used to have his car serviced at your dealership once in a while, you know, he'd just bring it in or whatever, something like that. Just give him a little story. But you ask questions. What, For example, like on this 2004 Mini Cooper, what are some of the typical problems that go wrong with the car, okay? And then if he's a nice enough service rider, what he'll do is he'll come back and he'll say, okay, well, Mini Coopers are notorious for this. For example, the transmissions on the early, the first series car, the first generation retro minis, you know, they have a tendency to go bad, okay? The clutches are expensive to fix. They wear out. The automatic transmissions, they leak. And, you know, the uh, they, they just start uh, they start to fail, okay? Um, you've got uh, issues with brakes. You've got issues with electronics. You've got issues with air conditioning and so on and so on and so on. So once you've gathered all this information, okay, then you can go to, let's say, for example, like kbb.com or Edmunds. So what I would do is I'll pull up Edmunds or let's say KBB, which is kellybluebook.com. Now, Kelly Blue Book, you type in, you know, car and it'll save a private party and it'll say trade in value. So what you do is you first click on trade in value, get an idea of what the dealers would give you for the car. And then you check in private party values, which is what the guy, if he was selling the car out of his driveway, what he would ask for the car. So, and then you try to find an average and then you look at it and it'll say fair, good, decent, excellent, or whatever. Okay. But generally when you buy a used car and it's got, you know, 70, 80,000 miles on it, you know, you can consider that car average or fair condition. Okay. So just kind of assess it kind of low and you can figure a rule of thumb as far as mileage in Florida, 12 to 15,000 miles a year. 10,000 miles or less is a pretty good car. You know, a guy didn't drive a lot, but generally it's 12 to 15,000 miles. So if the car is 10 years old, it's going to have at least 120,000 miles on it. Now, this car was 2004. It's nine years old. So it was a little high in the mileage department. But if the car has been maintained and serviced, Sometimes that's not a bad deal because a lot of these cars, they tend to drive a little bit longer than they did back in the day when I was a kid and you bought an old vintage Mustang or or Chevrolet or Mopar or something like that. So anyway, so we go up there, we look at the car and uh, you can see the car hasn't really been taken care of that well, but it's not totally abused. Had a couple of dings, dance, scratches, you know, some wear and tear on the interior, a little tear on the upholstery and stuff like that. So then once you look the car over, the first thing you do is you look for leaks. When you see leaks underneath a car, that's a big flag, okay? 
Then when you pop the hood, you look under the hood, and you don't see a cap on the uh, radiator filler. You see duct tape around it. That's your second clue. Say, okay, well, this guy's either cheap, thrifty, or he's just uh, doing a quick fix just to blow the car out. We looked at the tire. We had three tires that were the same, and then we had a fourth tire that was a a no-name tire, but all the tread looked good. The brakes looked halfway decent because it had mag wheels on it. You can look through the spokes. And you can see if the wheels, I mean, if the uh, if the brake cal- the brake rotors got scratches and stuff, you know what we call train tracks grooves in them. Okay, if they look pretty decent, okay, it's normal wear and tear. Well, it looks like the front rotors were worn; they had some grooves in them, but nothing major. And the guy never turned the rotors. What he did is just threw in a set of brake pads. So the front brake pads looked halfway decent. So the next step is, you know, now you know it's got some leaks. Now you know it's got some cut rate repair work done on it. Let's go take it for a drive. So we took it for a drive and. Uh, Flipped on the air conditioning. It came out kind of cool, but not cold. Okay. And it kind of worked. Radio worked. But, you know, you don't buy a car because of the radio because you always get radios for, for nickels and dimes. At any rate. So you buy it because you want to make sure everything else functions. Okay. So now you check all the windows. You check the sunroof. You check all the stuff that's supposed to work on the car. And obviously you buckle yourself in and then you put the thing in gear and you go. Now, the first thing I noticed about this car being an automatic is it jumped once I put it in gear. That leads me to believe that there's something wrong with the transmission. Now, I was already cautioned and warned ahead of time by the service advisor up at... Uh, the mini dealership up here on 19 and uh he was nice enough to tell me some of the things i got to look for so keep in mind i'm not real familiar with minis so i had to get a tick basically like a little crash course on this car learn bone up on it real quick as they say so that at least i was somewhat prepared now because i'm a car guy and i know pretty much what a car a decent car is supposed to feel like and i've driven a nice mini i already had a basis to go by okay and uh, so I, we drove the car around the street you know and you could tell it was a 10,000 a 10 year old car had the normal a little quirky little things about it, but it ran, it drove, it stopped, it did what it was supposed to do, with the exception that it would clunk in gear every once in a while. Now, two things happened there. That's one, again, like I said, it had oil leak underneath the car, and it's very possible that that could have attributed to the reason that the transmission wasn't working right, or it could just be wore out, you know, because you got clutches, you got bands, you got uh, electronics, solenoids, uh, you know, these newfangled trainings have all kinds of nonsense on them anymore. Stuff inside there, you know, that uh, just have a tendency to wear out. It's not like it's a simple uh, C4 um, Turbo 350 automatic three-speed. And um, so anyway, we drove the car, and the guy was only, he wasn't asking that much money for it, you know. I mean, he was a little bit below rough book, actually, if uh, if you want to use the term. And uh, so we came back, we looked at it, and uh, we parked the car, and we told him that we would uh, think about it, and then uh, we would give him a call back if we were interested in the car. And that's the polite thing to do. If you're interested in the car, don't go up there and insult somebody and say, I'll give you two grand for the car. That would just tick them off, especially if they're asking five grand for the car. I mean, you could sit there and say, well, you know, I got a budget, and this car kind of exceeds my budget because if I have to do the necessary repairs... It's going to cost a lot more than what my budget allows me. So I do want to thank you for your time and, uh, you know, go on and look for another car. Hey, we're going to wind down here for a little bit and we're going to take a break. And guess what? We'll be right back with our second hour and tune in again. I'll be talking a little bit about cars, but it's Beach Rock Radio. Some groovy far out music. Be sure and check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. Check our show out every week, every Wednesday. Okay, don't forget to like us on Facebook. And if you have any questions about cars, you need appraisals, diminished values, pre-purchased inspections, shoot me an email off our contact page at GolfStreamMotorsports.com. And meanwhile, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, love your family, and we'll be back in less than 10 minutes. We chased our pleasures here, dug our treasures there. We can't still recall the time we cried. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. I don't mean to be telling. 
telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. Get dumb cracker, dumb cracker. Dumb cracker. Dumb cracker. She gets high.